All right, all right, all right. Thank you, Lord Lord, for that spectacular intro. <laughs> As always, miss you, bro. Spectacular um, intro. <laughs> As always, miss you, bro. Um, so this is an exciting one. Um, another vertical revealed um, and discussed. Um, we're really, really pumped up about this one. Um, you know, as you know, we're we're building an expansive entertainment universe. We think, well, at least that's our hypothesis for where NFTs are going. Um, ultimately, at the core of NFTs is IP value and how you create these mutual relationships with holders and the brand itself. Um, and you know, you create these these flywheels of super fans that grow the brand big and everyone wins. Um, holders win, brand wins, users win. Um, and it's, it's really exciting. And, you know, we, we went through the, the animation stone um, a couple of weeks back. You know, importance of that being top of funnel awareness. You know, if, if this can, you know, get on Netflix and it becomes super popular, sits alongside Rick and Morty, etc., you know, it drives that fandom into millions of people. And everything we're trying to do with all these verticals is is, is increase the level of fandom, um, increase the touch points that, you know, various different users can use, um, hit us with. Um, and we think fashion is, fashion is, a, is a really interesting one. Um, you know, how did fashion come about? You know, I'll, I'll let others, you know, hit on that earlier on but you know just a quick little take you know we um this is a few months back you know we had a we had a we had a phone call um with some incredibly bright people and it was a great conversation um you know like each of these verticals you know we have you know sort of to be blunt we have very rough around the edges ideas of what we could do and then you know experts come in and and they really shine clarity on, on what it could be and what should be grown um and you know we, we think that's the best way to build here um put, put it in the hands of best in class teams and, and let them to grow it into what it can be but you know we got on a phone call and you know we, we spoke about the value of the ip and how the fashion brands grow and how you know subcultures um build streetwear brands you know palace is a great example of that um a bit of skateboarding subculture and that grew out to be a sort of mainstream brand um you know creeps is very much a sort of counterculture subculture that's going on here a lot of super fans um you know with the bad boys and nfts the the ip itself is really comical but cool at the same time um and we had that sort of natural product market fit happening you know you see completely to our shock brooklyn beckham get on um a interview with vogue and he's showing some of his favorite items he shows the background of his phone he turns it to the screen and it's he says it's my favorite nft and it's a creep um you know people like jaden smith um really love the brand um amongst amongst others in that sort of generation and you know there's this clear product market fit within the sort of very cool tastemakers in that, in that age group. Um, and you know, the guys who got on the phone with, you know, they were, they were spot on, you know, this IP can go out to being a supreme competitor, a palace competitor. Um, 
And why is that really important? Because it brings value back to the IP. Um, it builds this out to be the entertainment brand. It drives awareness. Um, it allows people to evangelize the brand. It gets us into, you know, cultural, uh, into, you know, context of cultural importance. You know, can you get into Hypebeast? Can you get into Vogue? Can you get into XYZ? Can you get influencers to wear your your clothes and, and go to the, you know, big award ceremonies or what, you know, wear them in music videos. Um, it gives us a platform to partner with other big fashion brands um, on, you know, drops and collections, which obviously, you know, creates stories and drives value and, um, you know, creates excitement around the brand. So it's, it's something um, that was very, very exciting to us. Um, and, you know, we couldn't be more grateful to be working with these people and for them to give us that clarity of vision and, frankly, for their, you know, total world-class expertise. Um, Joe and Joe and Ash have been much closer to, the, to the, the journey than I have. And, you know, whenever I get things chucked my way after their calls or whatever, I'm, I'm always totally blown away. Um, but, but I remember that, that call with total, like it was yesterday, and I'm very excited to finally be able to talk about it. Um, and and sort of you know work with you creeps on how we're going to build this you know to be completely clear this is not merch um every other nft brand is building merch it's firmly in merch you know we're building a full-fledged fashion line um you know we do really have genuine goals and expectations here and you'll see with the team that's building this you know it's 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 a it's it's a it's a sure thing to happen. You know, can this sit in the best retailers in the world alongside the best brands? Um, it's super exciting. Um, and, you know, these fashion partners, they, you know, they've already started turning this vision to reality. Um, you know, they've built some of the biggest brands um, on the planet um, and they're going to do the same here. And uh, it's going to be a big thing for us creeps. Awesome. Well, um, I'm going to try and not get rugged this time, but um, just just to reiterate what Dom says, insanely excited about this. I, th I think as a team, you know, watching this brand grow and seeing the elasticity in the IP over the last, at least the last like six months, as we start to enter conversations with, you know, different vertical partners around where this goes, what the vision is, how we believe this can penetrate the hearts and minds of millions and millions of people globally, we really start to see the value of the, the thing that we've all collectively built over the last nine months or so. And I think, you know, to say we're early is an understatement. To say we're now in the best position we've ever been to be able to capitalize on that and to be able to capitalize on the storytelling, the, the brand characters and the partnerships that we've now got in place to be able to do that is a really exciting position to be in. Um, and certainly as someone who's um, probably the least stylish person on the planet, having such amazing partners around us who can who can bring that piece of the puzzle to this to this brand is is a really comforting and, and also you know extremely exciting so um yeah very excited to do this um and we should probably bring them on if they are here let's do it Awesome stuff, guys. Welcome to the stage. And, and just before we get started, guys, if you have just joined, um, we are just we're, we're talking about the launch of the Creeps fashion brand and how we collectively, as a community, as a brand, 
are going to take the Creeps IP from where it was born as an NFT brand into being one of the biggest, most disruptive, um, most well-known fashion brands across the globe. You know, this is not a this is not just a pipe dream. This is not just a goal. This is a well thought out three year roadmap, which we have laid out, which we have in place, which is moving in which we now have the team, the expertise, the network and the access to be able to achieve. So um, if you are here for the first time, you don't know about creeps, do check out our website at Overlord XYZ. Um, and for those of you who are familiar with us, click the um, plus sign, retweet the space, share the love. And let's get ready to talk to the men who are going to make this happen. Welcome to the stage, guys. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having us. Great intro. <laughs> it's almost like it was practice, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, look, um, guys, let's, let's, you know, let's jump in. You know, I think um, this, is a, this is an awesome moment, a really exciting piece to be able to um, to share with the community, you know, it feels, it feels so natural. And so uh, almost kind of an extension of, of, um, all the conversations we've been having over the past couple of months, as we've been pulling this together, the countless hours on calls and sessions, you know, scoping yeah. what this brand looks like, how it feels, how we're getting to market, who we're partnering with, where are we going? You know, this almost feels like an, a kind of extension of these conversations. So, you know, um, it feels weird to have to introduce you again, but for those um, who, who don't know who you guys are and, you know, the significance of, of what we're um, about to roll out, let's start there. You know, I'd love to start with, you know, an understanding um, from you guys. Who are West Brand Labs? Who are the guys behind it? What is, the, what is it that, that makes you guys such a unique and special team to be able to deliver on, on the ambitions and goals that we've set out and that we've challenged ourselves to do. Um, and then let's jump into the journey as why we're here together, why, why uh, West Brand Labs and, and Creeps, um, and why are, why are you guys the best people to blow this up into to the homes and the stores of millions and millions of people. So let's start with who you guys are. Cool. I always go first. <laughs> my name is uh, Matt Bolte. I'm the uh, executive chairman of West Brand Lab, and I've been in the apparel and sneaker industry for 30-something years, right? I kind of grew up in the industry. My, my dad was in it, and it's like something I've always been passionate about. Um, uh, I live on the West Coast. I worked for Nike for 17 years and have been part of uh, West in one shape or another, you know, for the last two years. So West Brand Lab is actually a, a, a new company that is a, a joining forces of uh, Then What and Blacksmith International. And we are a brand building machine, right? So when you think about what it takes to build product, what it takes to build a brand that's inclusive of merchants and designers and retailers and marketers, but also this kind of behind the scenes operational expertise in terms of sourcing and costing and technical design and 3D design and all that fun stuff. So we've got a, a team of industry experts and some of that team, like myself, uh, it comes from giants of the industry. And then there's uh, a balance of teammates that are purposely hired from startups, people who have built things, you know, from the ground up without the, 
the the infrastructure or the resources that a that a Nike would would provide. So I'll, I'll kick it over to our creative director. <clears throat> Thanks, Matt. Um, yep, my name is Emil Corsillo. I'm creative director here at West Brand Lab, and um, <clears throat> as Matt said, we're a we're a new company but i've been with the with this group in one shape or form for a little over a year um my i started my career in uh on the brand and marketing side at puma uh, where i worked for five years um after that i uh started my own small menswear brand um our brand it was called the hillside it doesn't exist anymore. We ran it. My brother and I started it together. We ran it for about 12 years um, based in Brooklyn. Um, it was a, a small but very influential brand, kind of um, one foot in the Americana heritage uh, movement that was that was sort of everywhere back then, um, and one foot in uh, a higher-end sort of Japanese fashion uh world um sort of the the peak of that of that 12-year journey of running my own brand was um, in 2015 we won the gq best new menswear designer in america prize which um at that time was kind of the most prestigious award that a a small uh, menswear brand could win in the u.s um after uh after sort of you know, walking up, basically walking away from our own brand. Um, I went into consulting, working for other brands and celebrities and influencers, um, helping build brands, both from a product point of view and a marketing and strategy point of view, um, inclusive of, uh, did some projects for Nike, built a brand called Beller Athletics for Will Smith. Um, and Westbrook, who, which is like an interesting coincidental connection between between us and Three Six Zero and the Creeps team, um, and then I joined um, I joined Then What, which is now West Brand Lab, about a year ago um, as the creative director. Um, we've been, as Joe and Dom said, we've been talking with them for the past few months. And, feels like um, feels like forever, right? <laughs> it does. It's interesting. It's like get, getting called. Uh, this feels just like one of our one of the dozens of calls we've had in the past, except there's a, like a few hundred people listening. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like you know we're well on our way to to starting this process and building this brand, and um, you know Matt and myself, and then the whole team that's behind us at West, um, like couldn't be more thrilled and more bullish about this, about this project. I'd, I'd love to, um, just on that note, cause you know, obviously it's, it's, it's just you guys here today, but you know, there is a big experienced, um, machine behind, uh, West Brand labs. I'd love to just touch on a little bit around like who else is in the company, what their backgrounds are, what the experiences, you know, I guess to give a flavor of the, the kind of full spectrum of, of people behind the, the Creeps brand now. Sure, sure. I'll kick off. Emil, you you fill in any holes or anything sure. I missed. Um, I'll leave some last names out of it. But but uh, Grant, our co-founder, uh, he and I worked together at, at Nike. Uh, we were based in Hong Kong at the same time. Grant went from Hong Kong to Tokyo, and like we were there during like the whole whole zeitgeist of like Japanese 
uh, being the epicenter of sneaker culture and, and that immersion. And, and we had a design studio in Tokyo at the time, Grant was running that. And Uh, weekend called Neon Rodeo. Uh, check that out. It was it's like this amazing convergence of uh, culture and creative, and uh, through the lens of house music. So pretty rad. Um, Jamie, our uh, president of Then What, uh, was at the Void for a couple of years. It's a VR uh, 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 company. Uh, was an external partner with Levi's for a few years. Inclusive work on the Taylor Shop and Authorized Vintage. Managing partner of Lot, Stock, and Barrel, was the founding partner of Pop-Up Flea uh, and, and, and ran that for eight years. And so, like, when you meet Jamie and you talk about any emerging brand over the last 20 years, like the Hillside, which was which Emil and his brothers ran, Jamie knows all of them through Pop-Up Flea. Um, it's it's kind of frustrating to, to be at a dinner party with him because he knows everybody. Um, <laughs> Farrell uh, McDonald, or skip the last name, CMO. Uh, she's recently at Tinder, was at Hudson Jeans, also worked in entertainment marketing at Nike in the LA office for a while. We've got our COO, Krista, who was lived in Asia from a manufacturing standpoint, Bangkok and in Hong Kong for 10, maybe 12 years, uh, two decades at Nike, four or five years at Lululemon. So like she's, she's, seen it all and forgotten more about like supply chain than than i ever knew um we've got a chief merchant angelo who was recently at wolverine or wolverine uh worldwide which is uh, a company that owns a, a number of brands um uh sperry uh being one of them merrill i think i'm kind of blanking on this um I've got this nervous energy in my stomach, like I'm doing a big presentation. I, I kind of like it. Um, he was a, <laughs> he, he was at Levi's for a while, lived in uh, Europe for them, and started his career at, at uh, Nike actually. And then uh, had a brand creative is a guy named Mike. Uh, he was the VP of brand at The Void. He was also the chief creative officer at Junk Food. Uh, for 10 years, which, in my opinion, kind of redefined the the graphic tee and hoodie and kind of headwear space for the best boutiques in the world for at least 10 years. Um, I'm sure I'm missing a ton of other people. There's, you know, the, 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 the part of the company that, like, makes it all happen, like the operational part, is, is a team of about 20 Um six or seven of those are in Asia and they're helping us, uh, in, in terms of where to make goods, construction, quality, governance, um, helping drive our sustainability platform, our, uh, social consciousness platform in terms of like who we do business with and, 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 and our partners and being transparent about all that stuff. So, um, too long a list to go through, but like that's that's the offense. You know, maybe you can talk a little more, Emil, about the design community. 
Yeah, so Matt, everyone you just listed, or that's basically like the leadership group at West Brand Lab, um, and a lot and, of those, and then what, positions. and then what, and, and then what? Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. a lot of those. Um, I, I would just add that a lot of those positions um, that you listed, a lot of those sort of career histories that you listed, were like VP or C-suite positions. Um, then, on uh, sort of on my team, there's the design team. Um, we have. Um, two full-time designers in-house um, and a development group that's now merged with the with the blacksmith side. Um, and then we also have a, a very expansive network of consulting and freelance designers, apparel and graphic and illustrator um, illustrators, and then more recently, um, 3D and digital designers. Um, so we're a, we're a creative shop that we can kind of flex up and down depending on projects. Um, and like one example is the design director at union union is union in LA. If you don't know, it is one of the most influential streetwear stores in the world. Um, we have a, you know, a designer who is the design director there who flexes onto our team for projects. Um, just as one example. I mean, it's, ama it's amazing. Um, it's amazing to have such an incredible, like, diverse range of talent and um, like industry insight to be able to look at a brand like Creeps, which you know, as Don was saying at the beginning of the, the the spaces here, you know, when we started building this, you know, we always had an idea that this could extend into you know into fashion. And, you know, actually, if you look at our original website, we said, we, you know, we want to build a fashion brand, not just a lizard on T-shirt. And, you know, we always had that ambition. But as, as two people who've never done this before, being able to sit around a room with, with so many, you know, experienced people and, you know, I guess ask these hard questions, which is like, how do you not become a merch brand? Or how do you actually build something which scales? How do you build something that's actually going to be in stores that millions and millions of people can buy day in day out without running out of stock and i think it's all these big big tough questions which you know um uh, majority of brands can't answer majority of people can't can't sit down and say hey you know i've been a vp at nike um running their global brand for the last 20 years and these are the supply chain challenges we've had and these are this is how you go and build something which which you know is a cultural movement a phenomenon which means that people get behind it for years and years to come and i think being able to do that with you guys has just been totally eye-opening because i mean this isn't your first rodeo right you know you've you do, you do this you've done this for nike you've done this for lvmh you've done this for disney for netflix for jimmy choo you know this is this is you know this is really like you know, going from, from zero to one with, with creeps is, you know, almost kind of feels like a um, fun, creative challenge for you guys in a lot of ways, given the, the you know, just the insane amount of experience and, and um, understanding of the market that we're operating in here. So I'd love to, I'd love to dig into like, you know, what it is you saw about creeps, because, you know, we have our view, we have our view why we believe this makes a great fashion brand. But you guys are the experts here. You guys understand what it means to actually take a piece of IP and see it for what it is through the lens of fashion, and take that to the stores, to the to the um, to the wholesalers, and to the to the kind of e-com um, retail um, that we believe this could hit to actually go and compete with someone like Supreme. So, you know, I'd love to start there. Like, what is it about Creeps? Why 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 Creeps brand? 
Why else? Why today? Great question. Great question. I mean, I think, and 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 I would say Joe and Dom and everybody else on, on the team there. It's like you know, as, as as thanks for the kind words. And as much as you know, we, we may be teaching you about this business, you guys are teaching us about like the, your whole world here, right? And and that pivots to you know, a good chunk of our business is consulting, right? So a lot of these brands, you know, hire us and, and simply put, the question is like, you know, where are our opportunities? What's next? And, and how do we take an idea and, and turn it into an executable strategy? And, and, and many of our partners have this, you know, big question mark on, you know, like, like their literal whiteboard or virtual whiteboard that says Web3 and, and what are we going to do here? So, you know, we've done a lot of consulting work for top 100 brands globally around this space. And then, you know, part of our business is like, we want to create that space ourselves, right? And, and create our own brand. So, you know, like every company, right? You, you have to create time to be creative and, and to come up with ideas. And in one of those moments, we decided to reverse it instead of having a, you know, in real life brand go into web three, like why it's like the question was, why don't we find a web three brand that we can bring into our world, you know, a, a, a fashion. And so like the research for us was you know, like the, the, the checklist that we needed to hit or the, the um, parameters wasn't that different than like, you know, like you mentioned Palace and the authentic position they have in, in skate, or it wasn't like, unlike what we had done at Levi's as, you know, the authentic voice in denim or at Nike, the authentic voice in uh, the world of, of sport. Right. And so this word uh, authentic became, you know, centerpiece, right. Of, of all of our thoughts and then disruptive, and then narrative and storytellers and you know humor and fun and youthful and then like we kind of like take inventory of all these things and you know uh, kind of our own uh, grading system if you will and then the question is like who's the one that's leading a movement you know who's the who's the punk rock band you know the brand of the moment you know that that we can you know, do some magical things with. And, you know, that's, that's how the Overlord and creeps kind of came into our sphere. This is, I love it. Totally that. (laughs) I mean, I mean, we we were like, obviously Dom and I have big ambitions here, right. And, and, you know, internally we're definitely building a, a team and a vehicle to be able to execute on that. I think when we, when we started really thinking about fashion seriously, you know, we, we sort of looked at each other in the mirror and, and looked at ourselves in the mirror and realized that we're not the two people to do this. And, you know, it was almost a kind of serendipitous moment where you guys reached out and said, hey, you know, we want to build the next Supreme. We're looking for um, a brand in Web3 that can do this. We think based on your community, based on your brand, you have the makings of what that is. And that was almost a bizarre serendipitous moment where we kind of looked at each other and we're like, oh, shit you know what we've I know. really intended to do here is be, has has sort of has the ability to come to life and um you know i think that's a you know <laughs> it's an insane insanely exciting opportunity for all of us because it's not it's you know it, it, it's not often it, there's such a big platform shift to be able to allow for 
new IP to be created that could genuinely challenge some of the biggest brands in the world. You know, we, we saw this last week when, or two weeks ago when we, were, when we were talking about animation and we talked about how, you know, the platform shift to NFTs allows you to create an um, IP to be able to birth into, you know, an animated format. And that's what Seth and, and Stupid Buddy have, have really been excited about and, and why that's going to be, you know, such a, such a, you know, huge success when it comes to distribution through, through major networks. And it's the same with, with um, fashion here. It's, you know, we have this opportunity now to take this IP that we've all been growing together and grow it into something that's actually going to be a major challenger to um, the likes of Supreme, the likes of Palace. Now, that doesn't mean we, we can't work with them on the way, does it? No, totally. And it, yeah, and I think it's important to share that, like, we don't want to be Supreme, right? We want to be creeps. And, and like, you know, Supreme's an easy uh, brand to, to say, you know, to emulate, right? In terms of the, the crazy mass cultural following they have and have been wildly successful. And, in in you know, I think, I think we think Supreme because they, they've changed, like, that sector of the industry. And, and we want to do the same thing. I, th I think as a side note, I, as we're talking about kind of how we met, I think like there is a, you know, a, a Harvard Business School study there in, in some regard, but it, like in simplest terms, like we had the, we did the research and we kind of had the guts to make the phone call to you guys and you had the nerve to answer, you know, the phone. And I think where it came together is, is, is as, as much on the creative side as the fact that like for us, you guys have a, like the fact that you had a strategy and a vision that's three years out really spoke to us, especially coming from kind of these big brand machines where you, you have to, to commit to strategy to, to move an organization of 70 to hundred thousand people. So I think that, that was cool, but I love the fact that we just made the phone call and you guys answered the phone and, you know, that's amazing. We can look back on it one day and, and laugh at those moments. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> um, and, and just like, you know, taking kind of um, a six to 12 month view here, right? You know, we, we sort of, we, we teased a little bit about our rollout strategy. You know, we, we kind of talked lightly around what that looks like. Um, and one of the big things we talk about internally a lot is collaborations and partnerships. You know, I think if you look at the core of fashion, you know, and fashion is actually a really unusual piece and, and being because um, it's actually, you know, collaboration and partnerships is, is at the core of it. You know, it's the, um, it's the thing that, that is the most disruptive. You get the kind of traditional big fashion houses partnering with the, you know, the edgy streetwear brand. And you have this, you know, beautiful alignment of, of kind of couture and, and kind of disruptive ideology and both win. And, you know, it's these kind of mutually beneficial pieces which allow this fashion industry to constantly um, iterate on itself, disrupt itself and challenge itself. And I think that's what, you know, we've, we've definitely been aligning ourselves with. And I'd, I'd love to kind of dig a little bit into this. You know, we've got a roadmap of partnerships and, and collaborations without revealing who, without revealing why, because, you know, I think these are the fun pieces. I'd love to go into, you know, why would brands want to work with us? You know, what is it about the Creeps IP and the Creeps fashion brand that's going to put us in a position? And actually, you know, I'm sure you, if you went through the, the West Brand Lab site, you, you'll see which brands, which other brands are on there um, to get a flavor of where this could go. Um, but 
you know, without digging into that side, you know, what, what is it about the Creeps IP and Creeps fashion brand and specifically the way we've thought about structuring it that's going to put us in a position to capitalize on these partnerships? I mean, a, a lot of it starts with what Matt already said about our criteria for, um, be, you know, be, becoming en enamored with Creeps in the first place. Um, narrative, a brand, everything starts with a brand story. Um, creative, you know, the, the inherent, um, just the, you know, visual creative, the artwork with in the brand, but also the creativity around, um, the entire universe, um, and the narrative itself and community or customer base. And, you know, as we know, creeps has the best community in the NFT space, um, the most engaged community in the NFT space, all three of those things would be attractive to to any potential collaborator, any potential partner, um, part of the challenge is turning them on to it in the first place. You know, um, that initial kind of awareness work that is required from from our side to be like, uh, yeah, here's this thing called creeps, and um, here's why it's like, you know, you've never heard of it, but here's why it's incredible. Um, the but the the other side to it is like what is the what is the structural and strategic reason for collaborations? Why are they so critical in this world? Um, uh, you know, and Matt, you and I have talked about this a lot about how like for a new brand, collabs play one kind of a role, and for a mature brand, collabs play a different type of a role. Um, you know, obviously in the early years of a of a brand, collabs can be, you know, all about driving awareness, about growth, about um, sort of riding the coattails of a bigger, more established brand. Um, but it goes both ways in the case of Creeps, in the sense that, um, you know, Creeps entering the Web2, for lack of a better term, fashion universe, can gain a lot from collaborating with, a, with an established Web2 fashion brand just as that established web two fashion brand can can gain a ton from uh you know entering web three through a collab with creeps um and that that kind of brings it full circle to the work that we've been doing from a consulting point of view um with big fashion brands who are dying to get into web three but don't know how and don't know how to start yeah well well said i think that like in in for me the filter for you know why partner with somebody or why do a collaboration is it, it, it it's it's kind of again it goes back to this authentic headline and there's something sincere about it that the uh consumer community can respect right it's not seen as hey we're buying the business or it's um it's against you know certain principles or ethos of of respected brands i like simplest terms it's like I, I want to go to a collaborator. It's like if, you know, if, if they do something that we can't do right from a product standpoint or a construction standpoint or, you know, something like that, that's a, that's a, a great fit for a collaboration. If there's some like creative vision or something so strong with a partner that can reimagine something that you create that that's wildly successful and you do really well, but it can be reimagined 
I think it's it's also a win-win because it, it forces you internally to look at things differently. I think the like the I think it's the Nike Sakai uh, journey over the last decade in in how um, that brand pushed Nike to you know really go uh, more aggressively in, in in a creative way into the the women's business, right? And and I think that's. It's super, super important, but the storytelling is critical in, in, in all of this. And I think that, again, imagine, like I think about it like 20 years ago when all these brands were like, should I open a, a e-commerce site? Uh, and, you know, isn't that going to piss off Harrods or Macy's or Bloomingdale's or anything like that? And like, they all knew they had to do it. They just, they just waited. And I think the same thing happened in terms of marketing with social media a decade ago. And the next one, is right in front of our face and it's like how do i how do i play in web3 and and so they're looking for the same things we looked for in terms of a partnership you know at the, at the beginning of the year which was authentic space a disruptor uh somebody who's going to lead this movement uh somebody who's got uh you know an authentic and passionate uh uh fan base that um appreciates the the, the content and the consistency you know, of the brand voice. So I, I, I think that's like, it sets us up incredibly well. Yeah. It's super interesting. I mean, not to put words in your mouth, but as a team coming, who's come from Nike, who's come from Levi, who's come from Lululemon, you know, who's on the hit list of partners. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 no, no, seriously. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, like, what's your, what's your favorite shoe? I mean, like, yeah. like let's do it. I mean, like, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I like I, every time I'm on, on creeps, I want to, I want to make that necklace. Uh, right. I mean, all you have to do for, for, for me, it was like, all you have to, like, all you have to do is start by looking at the artwork of the, of the creeps. You know, it's like Dior has to be the sort of blue sky ideal state of a collab for for creeps you know um and one one day when we put that together and that collab comes out we'll look back to the to the genesis creeps artwork wearing the christian dyor sweaters and it'll seem like it was all planned you know um but i i think to that point there's also a lot of really fertile territory um for weird unexpected smaller collabs too like the you know uh, you know again not to give anything away but like there needs to be a collaboration with a juice brand there should there maybe there should be a collaboration with a famous candle maker you know um in ways that like will surprise and delight um not just the creeps community but also everyone looking at it from the outside in um uh, and going, Joe, just go, one other point, going back to this, like thinking about one of our very first conversations, when it, you know, when you mentioned to us your strategy and your vision for, when you and Dom mentioned that the strategy and the vision for Creeps was um, beyond, beyond and in some ways, quote unquote, backwards um, from Web 3 to Web 2, um a light bulb went out, went off for me and Matt, where it was like, we, we realized kind of at that moment that the vision was not just virtual digital 
uh, not just NFTs, not just Discord communities, but that it was to to put val to put increased and exponential value into the hands of the internal center of the bullseye community by growing this brand, you know, you know, x you know, ten x, hundred x bigger than it could be by staying within web three. Um, and that to us was like, okay, this makes per this makes so much sense in, in terms of what we've been seeing from the web two fashion world, where with all these brands trying to kind of like fighting and, and climbing over each other and tripping over each other to get into this space. Um, you know, the potential for collabs is just, just becomes so strategically valuable to those brands. And that's collabs, not just, you know, in the sense of design collabs and, and whatnot, but this is also like, you know, I guess it's brand alignment on a more macro level. You know, you, it's a really interesting point you mentioned, yes. because, yeah. you know, Web 2 brands are trying to get into Web 3. They need a vehicle. You know, Web 3 brands like ourselves are really making that step into, into Web 2. And you almost need a, a kind of thoroughfare to that. And I think what is missing in majority of the cases is, is the connective tissue. And, you know, the connective tissue is how do you do this in a, in a way which is protective of both brands, you know, additive to both brands and communities, you know, partnerships need to make sense. Both, both players need to win. Um, and the third thing I guess is like, is it sustainable and is it repeatable? And I think majority of these, those two last pieces can't be answered without the infrastructure and the underlying understanding of how to scale a brand because anyone can do a partnership. Right. And like we've had brands approach us for partnerships all, all the time. And actually, you know, we've, we've come to you and said, Hey, like we want to do this. And we're like, you know, it makes sense, but it makes sense once we've established, you know, a, a core brand identity, it makes sense once we've established our infrastructure partners, it makes sense once we've established what makes creep brand creep brand because there's, there's almost this kind of saying that if you like, if you stand for everything, um, or if you go for everything and jump for everything, you're going to stand for nothing. And I think for us, it's been really, it's been a really interesting learning moment of to, you know, being able to take a step back and go, okay, let's establish the core identity of what this in this brand is. You know, why does this not? Why is this not a merch brand? First and foremost, why is this actually going to be a brand that Web two consumers, you know, once we do get in the rooms with the right people, once we are stocked in the big major stores, which you know are realistic conversations which are happening, you know, yeah. why are people why are people going to walk into these stores and go, wow, that's a really cool t shirt or a really cool jacket? Um, yeah. Beyond the fact that they know that the creeps community are in the most amazing NFT communities, you know, we need people to actually care about the underlying fabric and the, the kind of craft behind each garment um and then we then we we take from, we go from that to be able to go how do we scale this which is how do we not just do this in a little corner shop or do it on our own e-com store is how do we get this all over the world um and then we can start to figure out you know who who are the catalyst moments and who are the brand stories that we care about and you know we've done one and two you know, we've done one yeah, yeah. over the last the last couple of months, and we're now ready for three. And I think this is an exciting moment for us. So, you know, it's the moment which we can now publicly talk about, and we can we can now start to roll things out because you know it's the moment that that you know we 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 have a fashion brand and it is in production, and we are going to hit the the major retailers, and and this is actually a real thing. So, um, 
it's super it's super interesting to, to kind of go through that journey and, and discovery and, and certainly from a partnership perspective to be able to um, have those conversations and know what it takes to be able to deliver this consistently and not just a kind of flash in the pan one-off um, small partnership we can we can roll this as a core integral part of our, our growth strategy for the next 12 24 36 months yeah absolutely and I think it's a it's a good point to, to kind of like pivot the conversation around like what is our like products ideal right what, what do we believe in what's our ethos and where are we taking this because like the collaboration is certainly a sexy component to to like any brand's offense and it will be to the creeps fashion brand for sure but it's you know it's not it's going to be less than 10 percent of the business right and and however you define that and and it's it's got a purpose but it's like first and foremost it's like obsessed uh, craft and obsessed product creation and obsessed design to uh surprise and delight and and surpass expectations of our our community right in in in, in terms of the product um you know so like you know, all the conversations we have about like geeking out on designs or design reviews and, and product reviews and looking at uh, materials and and soon, you know, in terms of uh, prototyping and all that other stuff, you know, like my first default is always like, like let's turn the, turn the garment inside out. Let's like, let's look at the inside. And like part of that is craftsmanship and finishing and, and detail and hand and construction but like there, there will be surprises, and and like that's what I personally respond to as somebody who's kind of grown up and been a part of this industry for three decades plus, and and as a as a consumer, um, like those are the things that like I really re- respond to and create for me at least a sticky relationship with with those brands. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's um, every every time you um you, you kind of talk about this structure and the way of thinking, it sort of reminds me back to reading Shoe Dog by by uh, Phil Knight. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> which is totally. which is which is one of the first conversations we had in obviously 20, 20 years as, as, a, as a VP at Nike. You know, it gives you that insane insight as to you know just how craft, like what the true definition of craft is. You know, it's not it's not a um, you know. Uh, kind of it's not something you can define in a single sentence it's something you have to kind of feel and touch and be a part of and, and kind of go back you know 10 years and go forward look forward 10 years and kind of see both ends of the spectrum to understand what it means to actually tell a consistent story and, and really care about product delivering and i think that's you know i think that's one of the big things for us as a as a brand as and generally as an ecosystem from day one which is you know we we always strive to um align, build, create the highest quality experiences, the highest quality products. And, you know, it's, we're not here to be a, um, you know, we're not a sort of, um, and and we haven't been from day one is is a kind of um, overhyped brand lacking substance. You know, we've really tried to build something which, you know, we can fundamentally substantiate and and support. And, you know, this is, this is no different, you know, um, totally. We know we know that every garment has has the backstory. We know that every every label has its own other story. We know that every packaging piece of packaging is going to be a, a kind of special moment of an unboxing in itself. And I think it's all these little brand touch points, which 
I'm assuming you, you know you you pick these up at, at you know the likes of Nike, the likes of Lululemon, the likes of Levi's. Levi's, sure, sure, yeah. Um, when when kind of designing, so I, I love to you know just kind of go back into um, a second around like you know what's coming up next and the capsules and you know how do we kind of expect to what do we expect to kind of see over the next um, couple of months you know whether it's you know t- touching on some of the branding and identity pieces touching on some of the like actual garments themselves you know I'd love to kind of dig into a little bit around that I'll let the creative there you go hey um, you know Joe the whole the whole time you were talking about deep product details and Matt you're talking about product details I was also thinking about this idea of merch versus fashion and um uh just to go back for one second joe you mentioned something about can this be repeatable and can it be expandable um and in a lot of ways i think that's the definition of of this this distinction that we want to draw between we keep saying not a merch brand but that's kind of like a nebulous idea um but anyway yeah i mean this is the stuff that you you know joe and and dom you guys know by now this is the stuff that we geek out on that we go really really deep on and it's just kind of like in our blood um the labels the trims the fabrics the you know how is the thing dyed the the screen print executions the application executions the embroidery executions um this is the stuff that i think um the community is going to uh, like uh, love and fall in love with. And the thing that, as Matt said, will become, will, will start to drive a sticky relationship between not just the existing creeps community, but also the community that's going to discover the creeps brand via the fashion um, product, via the fashion line. Um, and to me, that's what, that's what defines it away from merch and into fashion is um, what we're building is something that's going to become a primary brand, not a, not a brand that's secondary or subservient to the creeps NFTs, but is primary and stands on its own and is built with a five, 10 year strategy behind it. Um, So speaking of strategy, launch strategy, I don't think we don't want to talk about exact dates, but, the first capsule is coming pretty soon. Um, we're, uh, and, and, you know, we kind of laid this, if, you know, for everybody who watched the 12 minute, um, the 12 minute presentation video, we kind of laid out that calendar, but basically the way that the way the sort of rollout calendar is going to work is, um, full, full creeps collections, full cut and sew collections, um, if you you know if you can imagine um, woven shirts, sweaters, outerwear, um, complex outerwear, technical outerwear, um, you know athletic garments like jerseys and mesh shorts, um, denim, uh, etc. That takes a lot takes a significant amount of time to build and and build correctly. Um, so the the first creeps collection is a little bit of, of a ways off, but what we're the strategy we have in place is to drop capsule to have capsule drops of limited duration and um, limited availability um, 
you know, starting out probably every couple months and then eventually uh, increasing to every month leading up to that final collection drop. And once that happens, we'll be on a cadence where we're dropping proper full fashion collections every quarter, let's say. Um, the, the first capsules, uh, you know, to get to get r sort of real about product, the, the you know, what everybody can expect from the first capsules will be um, T-shirts, hoodies, sweatpants, some outerwear, um, a, 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 a lot of accessories, um, exciting accessories. Um, and these products that, you know, the, the scope of what we can do in a quick kind of um, execution timeframe is limited, but we have the experience and part and, and relationships and partners to make, to, to make a better t-shirt than uh, you're used to getting from most brands, make a better hoodie than you're used to getting from most brands. Um, and the trims and branding, the layers of storytelling in the product, the unboxing experience and packaging, all of that stuff is going to tell a story. I think like that's the most important thing is that over the next X months, we're going to be telling a, a linear, there's going to be a linear thread of narrative through these drops, through these capsules. That's all building in ambition and building in, in, in scope um, as we get to those, those big collections, um, uh, you know, several months in the future. I mean, it's, it's insanely exciting. I mean, you know, look, I feel like anyone can take a logo and slap it on a t-shirt, you know, do some rough, rough um, stitching around the edge and call it a, call it a, a kind of fashion brand, but to, to kind of build a true luxury streetwear brand and to have that in the homes and, and the, the kind of hearts of millions and millions of people around the world takes a, takes a machine, takes a well-oiled, well-experienced machine. And that, you know, what we've got today is that, and, you know, for everyone listening and, and, um, for those of you who, who haven't joined this, have, have just joined the space, you know, what we are, what we're really um, laying out in front of us right now is how the Creeps brand, how the brand and the characters and the IP that we've all grown together over the last nine months, which is currently being made into an animation for, for major net, major shows. Oh God, I may have slipped on the um, major um, networks um, is also going to be in, in, in every major retailer is going to have the, the most insane um, craft and story and experiences behind it. And, you know, when it comes to building a, a kind of competitor to some of the biggest fashion brands, we're going to do that. And we're, you know, we're not going to stop until we're there. And, and, you know, I'm sure you guys um, and everyone who's, who is familiar with the Creeps brand and, and with the team and, and everything that, you know, we've set out to, to accomplish and have accomplished today, you know, you know that that we have the the means, the understanding, the resource to be able to to achieve that. So it's an insanely exciting piece to be able to to say and to talk about. And, and Emil and, and Matt and you know everyone else from from West Brand Labs, um, you know we're we're you know on behalf of Creeps and Creeps community and, and our, our team internally, we're insanely excited to be able to partner with you guys and, and roll this thing out over the over the next couple of months and and you know build this into a, a major, major competitor to, to the, some of the biggest names in fashion over the next couple of years. Cheers, man. I mean, the same thing, same from us and we're, we're thrilled to be part of the, the creeps family. So it's, it's, uh, it's an exciting time for all of us. We're yeah, ready. Couldn't, couldn't we're be more excited. Totally. And, um, I, I know there's a, a bunch of people here who, who, um, have been competing in a, 
um, a, a multi-stage process, yes. submitting, their, submitting their creeps, submitting their designs, you know, really sort of going to, going to town, going back to the drawing board, pen, paper, sketches out um, to be able to, to, to win the title of, of the, um, whether it's the, the people's choice, the judge's choice or all the poster creeps. I feel like, you know, as we have you guys on, up on stage today, I'd love um, Emil, Matt, um, for you guys to, to start rolling out some of these, these winners. Who, who we, who's winning today? Uh, what are the rewards and prizes for that? Um, and um, let's, let's do that. So I think we've got um, Judge's Choice by, by, um, to announce today, um, which is the, the capsule winner and the collab winner. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm going to start with some honorable mentions, if it's okay, because the, the, there was so much great work, and, um, you know, Matt and I were really blown away by some of this stuff, so we'll start with the, start with the capsules. Um, honorable mentions, let's see, I'm pulling them up in front of me as we go, but honorable mentions, so for capsules, um, first starting with, uh, rated rookie for their overlord concept. Um, we, uh, you know, the collection, the capsule that, that rated rookie designed was like super impressive, expansive, lots of great stuff in there. The, the execution was really strong, especially the sneaker that they designed the, um, the Lemuria runners, um, Loved those. That was this was a really tough choice. And then the other honorable mention we want to give is to um, Ruthless for the their redacted capsule. Um, it was a lit, you know, it was like a little bit focused, a little bit narrow of a focus. But the work that they did with the Overlord logo, this new Overlord logo that was inspired by flickering candles, um, and this just like you know, very deep branding, uh, identity we thought was, was really impressive. Um, the winner of the judge's choice capsule is, um, uh, creeps in the wild by fungibla. And, uh, I hope I said that right. Fungibla. Um, so th the reason this one takes the prize is because it go, it went so deep on, uh, narrative on brand identity on color palette strategy you know overall had a had a very strategic um uh overarching uh uh um thought process to it um even down to like picking different creeps for as the muses um yeah so this one congratulations to fungibla for creeps in the wild um really really digging this capsule and then for collabs, um, man, there were a ton of great. So in the collabs group, there were a ton of really great ideas. Like, you know, what really separated out the the honorable mentions and the winners from all the others was was execution, honestly. But um, tons of great ideas, tons of like tons of ideas that you know I think would be uh, incredible creeps collabs and we're taking notes for sure. Um, so the, the one honorable mention in collabs goes to, um, Sir Spanky for the all birds aren't real collab idea. 
which we all just like collectively, I think we're cracking up about this one. Um, it's, and it was very close. Like there was, this was kind of a split decision, but you know, this one is just funny, smart, unexpected, which to me, like, as I mentioned before, I think there's a lot of room for unexpected and, and unusual collabs. And then the idea that this would have been a three-way collab between Overlord or Creeps and All Birds and Birds Aren't Real, um, yeah, would, would be awesome. Um, the winner for the collab uh, judge's choice is the Dior collab by Juice F. Kennedy. And I, I may have spoiled that one by talking about Dior earlier. But, um, you know, in some ways, this idea is obvious because it's built into the artwork in, in uh, already. Um, but the way this was executed, the, the like depth and quality of execution was really, really stood out for us. Um, and, you know, one note that I have about it that I think would be really interesting is so juice decided to do this as a Dior and overlord collab. And it has a very clean, high-end look to it vibe to it um but it got me thinking like what would a creep what would a creeps dior collab look like and how would it be different and how would the two compare to each other and you know my mind goes to places like my mind goes to recent dior collabs like the amazing stussy collection that they did and um the cactus jack collab uh, that came out more recently um and and yeah so that any you know anyway that got my mind really going to a place of like you know, is there a future strategy where Overlord and Creeps can do different, you know, different things out in the world and, you know, exist kind of separately from each other? Um, and so, yeah, great, great work. And uh, congratulations to Juice, Juice F. Kennedy, F. Kennedy and uh, Fungibla. Killer work. Awesome. Um, and well done to everyone else who, who did compete and um, unfortunately didn't win today. You know, I think the overlord looks um, and sees everything and, and your your um, contribution to the ecosystem and to the doing the overlord's world will be rewarded. Just you wait. So um, well done to everyone who did compete. And, um, you know, I, I know from a speaking from kind of personal um, perspective here and and, come, and, on, and actually on behalf of the team internally, seeing these applications and seeing these submissions come through has just been mind-blowing you know i think it, it just testament to the creeps community and testament to you know individuals who are you know unbelievably talented and creative and 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 actually um able to interpret the creeps ip and the overboard ip in ways that we we just couldn't imagine so um amazing stuff and um congrats to the winners prizes will be will be um shared and prize info um and um we will post those in discord for, for everyone to see as well. So um, great stuff guys. And um, before we wrap up, Dom, I don't know if we've, if we got you here or if we. Yeah. Can I just, can I add one quick thing to that? I just wanted to, I just wanted to say like, I, I meant to say this before, but you know, I think if, if, if we can influence this Joe and Dom, this will only be like a, a, a small first step in community collaboration. And we like we can't wait to to work with the community on on design and strategy um as we grow the brand um uh, honestly it's like one of the most exciting aspects of this whole project so 
Um, thanks again. No, it's an incredibly important point. And um, actually, I think we, we think we um, there's there's two other um, winners to announce, not to not to <laughs> rush off too soon. So um, when it came to the capsule collection, and um, we've got it here. So the capsule collection was run won by uh, Lady Lumi. So congrats to Lady Lumi. We've got Lady Lumi here. I'm going to drop some. There we go. Congrats on that. And the collab uh, design, and uh, that was People's Choice, voted in Discord, was won by, uh, for the Overlord Times Palace, which is a very cheeky collab, um, by Coolface. So awesome stuff, both of you guys. Amazing work. And um, like I said, with the other with the other prizes, that we'll be announcing that in Discord shortly. And um, and well done to everyone who did compete. So I'm um, sorry, I just make sure we don't leave any any competitors behind. Um, cool. Well, look, you know, I think we've um, we've dug into who you guys are. You know, who's the team now in charge of the um, the Creeps brand, doing the Overlord's work. You know, lighting the same candle that we all light here and sacrificing to the same altar. You know, we've dug into what it takes to grow a fashion brand and why. You know, why we're not a merch brand first and foremost, but secondly, why, you know, craft, storytelling, logistics, supply chain, partnerships, relationships with, with major stores, distribution is actually what it takes to grow a brand from an idea um, into something that's a major challenger into, into millions and millions of people's eyes. And we've, we've then talked about, you know, where we're going and, and what's to expect from, from the, the upcoming drops. You know, we, we, we're not just here to, to, to release a t-shirt we're here actually to build a brand to tell a story to tell something that's to build something that has legacy and meaning and to build it collaboratively with each one of you guys and you know this is a piece of the ecosystem which we've yet to roll out but you know this is how does your ip get a part of this this um experience what what are the kind of reward mechanisms for that and and how's how's the kind of shared value being flowed back but that you know that is that is for another day but it's it's all an integral part of everything we do here which is you know we are not here building something in a corner that no one's going to benefit from we're not here building something that we as a founding team think is cool because we just i'm, I'm building it because you know we we, we have you know we're, we're um out of touch with with what's needed we're here to build something that's you know, to scale to millions and millions of people, to, to infiltrate and, and invade the homes of millions of people as the over would have liked and to share that value and to share that growth and to share that success with all of us. So, you know, that's a, that's a huge part of what, what, why, why we're doing what we're doing. And it's a huge part of why we um, agreed to work with the partners that we agreed to work with. And Matt and, and Emil and, and the whole of West Brand Labs, you know, believe in Web3. They believe in the, in the, um, philosophy the values uh each and every one of you guys who who you know make up this brand and you know we're here to build something collaboratively and collectively over the next five ten years um that we will all win and i hope you know in the not too distant future we'll be sat around um our living rooms watching creeps on tv wearing our full creeps outfit with our creeps candle and and i'm um, trying to not say too much here but uh, yeah <laughs> a bunch of creeps things um that we can all um enjoy together so guys um i'm just going to pause a bit dom but thank you for, for for joining and um this has been awesome and and really is just day one so um i appreciate that thanks joe 
Thanks. Thank you guys. And uh, great to be a part of this. Thank you. Um, thanks both uh, for, for, for having such an insightful um, spaces. I loved every single second of it. Um, I've obviously heard a lot of it before, but um, it, it's always exciting hearing it again. Um, you know, just to reiterate, you know, Creeps as a, as a brand feel like we're in the best hands possible on earth, literally, um, you know, uh, you, you guys are sort of who's who in, in fashion. You've, you've really built up um, the most famous brands um, to date um, and, you know, very excited to build this out with you guys, you know, spread it to, to millions of people globally um, and, you know, giving us a really fun platform for, you know, exciting collaborations with, you know, the world's biggest brands, influencers, media outlets, etc. It's just been a really fun journey to go with you guys. Um, and very grateful that you reached out <laughs> those, those few months ago. Um, it, it's a really fun dynamic journey to go on. Um, and, and speaking of journeys, you know, creeps, you, you guys, you guys are holders. You're along the ride for this journey. Um, you're very much a part of this and you know we hope to to drive a lot of value in your direction amazing stuff well look i think that wraps up today's fashion our stone thanks guys for joining i appreciate everyone who's been here today thanks for sharing thanks for liking thanks for tagging um i already see discord and twitter going going <laughs> mental with excitement so um this is just day one guys a lot more to come and uh, we, we look forward to that moment of the first drop where we open up the boxes together and we, we share in that special, that special unboxing moment, just seeing what we've all created. So thanks all for being here. And um, yeah, speak soon, I, I'm sure.